This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am still in Tulum as I record this, but I'll be back by the time you hear this. I'm still in Tulum, just living my best life. I feel like the intensity of the trip has finished and I'm in integration period. This has been such a shifting trip. I see why I was called here for so many reasons. And I had such an incredible healing session yesterday. If you go to Tulum, I cannot recommend this enough. If you go to soundhealingtulum.com, book a session. Joey is amazing. Kelly Tennant, I'm sure most of you know Kelly, had recommended her to me. And I booked a session and it was just so amazing, beautiful, wonderful. It was in the middle of the jungle, incredible property, just a whole experience. I don't even have words for it. She has an incredible selection of sound healing bowls and she said she played them all, incredible gongs, and the frequency was just so shifting. I also used Egyptian healing rods. And that was so cool. I've never used them before. And she said that not that many people are actually even drawn to them. It's, I mean, they were really intense, really intense. And she even told me, she's like, you know, for some people, I don't recommend them because they're so strong and I could feel the vibration moving through me. So those were incredible. And then afterward, I swam in her cenote. So she has like a private cenote, which are basically like these pockets of water. Uh, all around the area, but they're like sacred waters. And it was so, it was just so incredible, the whole space. And I felt like I was just a mermaid. It felt like Pirates of the Caribbean in like the best way slash avatar. I don't even know how to describe it, but it was definitely one of the most profound healing experiences I ever had. I had just like such a soul homecoming and had so many insights, revelations, shifts. I literally left feeling like a different person and I was just integrating and I got so much clarity on things moving forward. I, that's all I can even say about it. So it was super incredible. I cannot recommend it enough. Her handle on Instagram is sound healing Tulum. So check it out. If you ever visit Tulum, I cannot recommend it enough. And that was like my last big big event of this trip, so to speak. And today I've just been kind of resting, doing some work, had a couple of calls, and then tomorrow I'm just going to kind of relax before I head back. What a trip. And I'll also note, sorry if there's some echo. Again, this room is pretty echoey and there's not that much I can do (laughs) to, to help with it. So hopefully it's not too bad. 
but should be back to regular sound quality when I am home. But in this episode, I wanted to talk about human design and living your human design. I have been deep down the human design rabbit hole this week. I I love human design and it's something that I have been really interested in over the last year or so. And I went through HDCC with Victoria. I did a mentorship around living my design a while back. And I just love learning more and more about human design. I feel like there's always so much to uncover. And it's been one of the most helpful personal I guess I'll say personal development tools or or self-discovery tools for me. I find myself going back to pieces of my chart and seeing things from a new lens, a new angle. And a way that I've been getting a lot of guidance recently has been through my chart. And my guides will say, you need to focus on this part of your chart and it will all make sense. And I will relook at it from a different angle and things things make so much sense. So it's been so helpful for me in my own life. This has really shifted my, man, how do I even describe it? Just the way I flow through life. It has been so helpful in my business. It's something that with all of my clients, I, I go through their chart with them just to help us anchor into, you know, how are you naturally built? Because the more we work with that, the more things seem to flow. It has been really helpful in relationships. I understand people in my life so much better. It's been super helpful in my romantic relationship and for us to understand each other on a deeper level. I feel like it's really enhanced communication. So super helpful in relationships. And I feel like if you're a parent, it's so so helpful to to learn about your child's chart something to think about and with my health as well so looking at my chart and different health habits routines digestion all of that it's been so interesting for me to look at my life from that lens and this is just something that has totally changed my life that I totally geek out over that I love which is why I want to share it with you because I think it can help so many people. And if it doesn't resonate, that's totally okay. And the thing that I'll say with human design or really any, any system is sometimes people use it as a way to put themselves in a box. And that's not the point. And <laughs> that's like kind of up to the person, right? Con- consumer responsibility. If you are going to use it to put yourself in a box, then that's your choice. I find it to be a really expansive tool. And like with anything, you know, if there's something that doesn't resonate, perhaps looking at it from a different angle or leave it, you don't have to take it on, but it's been really cool for me to explore. And it's been a process for me to live my design more and more. And when I was in Sedona and I was with Victoria, we're talking about deconditioning and how raw says that that process can take like seven years. And we were saying how we can see how that's totally true. And for me, that's what I like about it of I consistently explore new layers of how I am or I'm not living my design. And it's been kind of a helpful guide. But there have been a lot of things where when I first learned about my my chart, 
I was like, you know what? I, I don't like that. It doesn't resonate. I don't want to do it that way. And that was totally fine. And then the more I got in alignment in other areas, I started naturally shifting my life to match up with pieces of my chart that perhaps I didn't really want to live out. So that's all been a very interesting process, but I've been going real deep into human design this week and reading some books. And I think hearing about application is really helpful. So if you don't already know much about your chart, you can look it up for free. There are quite a few websites. I typically go to jovianarchive.com or my body graph. You can get your chart for free. You just need your birth data. And if you listen to some earlier podcasts, like my other podcasts about human design, kind of cover the basics. And then also in the channel collective, in the membership, there's a whole video on the digestive types specifically. So that can be really helpful. I know before I was talking a lot about my quad, right? There's just so much to go into, but I thought it might be helpful for me to kind of share some of my experiences with applying some of this information and how that's played out for me, because I think application is really helpful. And this is what I've been really into personally recently. So I think anybody who's been talking to me knows I'm like just talking about human design all the time. So I figured I'll just record a podcast about it. You know, I love to share products that I use in my everyday life that I've used for a while that I really trust that help me to really, really feel my best. And one of the companies that is a big part of my life is Paleo Valley. I'm really picky about supplements because so many of them have inflammatory low quality ingredients, unfortunately, but all of Paleo Valley's products are gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. And something that I take from them every single day is their Essential C Complex. It is the most powerful, 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. It has three of the most common natural sources of vitamin C, Amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry, giving you 750% your RDA vitamin C every single day. It contains the full spectrum of vitamin C with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C, just superfoods. And most vitamin Cs out there are derived from GMO corn and contain only a fraction of the vitamin ascorbic acid. I absolutely love this for supporting my immune system, for boosting energy. If you struggle with any adrenal issues, this could be really, really helpful. I also love taking vitamin C every day to support with detoxification and for the anti-aging benefits. I have tried a lot of vitamin Cs before this in my years in the health space, and this is by far my favorite. Another that I think you will love is their turmeric complex, which is amazing for fighting inflammation, supporting brain health, supporting your immune system, and protecting against DNA damage. I use turmeric whenever I am struggling with inflammation, and that could be through like acne breakouts. If I have an autoimmune flare and any joint pain pops up, or if I like have any pain at all, if I get a bug bite, anything that's inflamed, I will use their turmeric complex for. And lastly, I want to give a shout out to their apple cider vinegar complex. I know a lot of people listening to this podcast also love ACV. I'm a huge fan. It's been one of the most powerful natural remedies for me in balancing my blood sugar. When I was first getting into nutrition, one of the biggest struggles I had was balancing my blood sugar. And I found that apple cider vinegar made a huge difference. It reduced my cravings. It allowed my blood sugar to naturally stabilize and it supported my digestion. The problem is 
drinking too much of it, you know, diluted in water was starting to affect my teeth. My dentist actually brought it up. So with their apple cider vinegar complex, I get all of the benefits, but don't have any of the downsides with damaging my tooth enamel. So those are some of my favorites, but I seriously love everything from Paleo Valley. They have such high quality products. And if you want to try them out, go to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. Again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O, V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. And you can use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. And I'm excited to see which products you try out first. So for reference, I'm a generator, sacral response, sacral authority, profile, 2-4, hermit, opportunist, quad right, as I've talked about. My digestive type is cold thirst. I am a caves person for my environment. And I think that those have been some of the most helpful things to know before I even look at any, any gates. I have looking at my centers as well. So I have, I only have three open centers, my throat, open throat, my heart and my solar plexus, my emotions. Those are undefined in my chart. And I think for me that it it makes so much sense (laughs) because with my throat, I very much learned that I do best when I'm quote unquote winging it. My communication style totally shifts depending on the people around me. And it has made so much sense in terms of growing up and always feeling like I was struggling to find the words. And then when I was around certain people, I would be so articulate and then in other circumstances, not. And it's so much easier for me to, sounds strange, but easier for me to talk when I am in somebody else's energy than when I'm not. And I, I, I see, I hear, I suppose in myself, how my communication style is so different from person to person. And then also thinking about like my emotional center and how I I feel very intensely what people are feeling around me and it has been it has been a process for me to learn what is mine versus what is somebody else's and I've learned that I really need to be in my own energy like I have to be away from everyone to center myself and really tune into what am I feeling so that's been really helpful but you know for me I notice that the more I I live in alignment with my chart, the more my whole life feels in alignment and every area of my life, like the energy is just flowing. I just feel so much better. And this comes back to the fact that energetically, like everything is connected. And so often people try and compartmentalize the different areas of their lives and that can work to a certain extent. But for example, anybody who has worked with me for business, we don't just look at your business, right? It's like your entire life. It is your relationships, your health. And same thing, you know, when I was doing more work in health, nutrition focused, it's never just about the food. It's about everything else going on. And if we look at abundance, that manifests in so many ways in relationships. It could be money, financial, it could be opportunities, it is just the energy of more. And when we can really support ourselves and maximize our energy flow and feel really in alignment, really be living in alignment, I feel like that term is thrown around so often, but 
it has meaning. <laughs> it really does have meaning. And you know it when you feel it. You're like, I just feel aligned. The energy just flows. It doesn't get stuck. And so often people feel stuck in their lives because that energy isn't flowing, so to speak. So this is just such a helpful tool. And I wanted to share some of the things that I've been toying with, especially since here. I talked about before how in my last podcast episode, how just getting out of my environment is so helpful for me in a number of ways. I mean, literally just getting out of my environment, my, that's quite right thing too. It re-inspires me, but I find that vacations actually can be such a great time to form new habits, right? And, and play around with this. And so one of the things I really wanted to focus on this week was playing around with living according to my chart a bit more when I had more open space to do so and seeing how that felt. And something else I love about human design is the more you play with this, I know that I have found that it it reconnects me to my inner child so much because think about it, you know, when you're a kid and you haven't you haven't been exposed to as much conditioning, like what are your natural inclinations? That's who you really are. When we're kids, we are so much more connected to our intuition. Typically, we haven't been programmed with all of the shoulds and need to do this. And this is how it's meant to be. And we're living so much more in alignment, so much more in flow, right? Think about a little kid and they just, they know what they want. They know what they don't want. And the world can tell, tell us when we're young, no, it needs to be this way. Why are you doing that? We're told we're wrong in so many ways when we're not, it's just how we are. And there isn't a right or a wrong. There isn't a better or worse. It's all about coming back to what feels really good for you and what feels really good for me. And the way I'm built is going to be different than somebody else. And that's what's cool about it. Like the more we all get into alignment ourselves, all of the needs of society naturally get filled. People are so busy nowadays trying to be everybody else that they get so off track when they forget that their magic is literally just being them. Like your authenticity, you being unapologetically yourself is your magic. That is where your whole life expands. And I think that human design for me has been one of the most helpful tools to reconnect with that. So how do I actually apply this? How do I actually play with this? And some of these things I've been playing with more this week, but Many of these have been kind of since I found out about my chart. So over the last year. So first of all, it was so helpful for me just to learn about my sickle response. And I'm pretty sure I talked about this in a previous podcast episode, but it was a process for me to learn how to listen to that. And I've had to bring a lot of awareness to it because I was so used to my mind picking for me and really logicking <laughs> around everything. And what I've noticed for my sacral is, you know, I give myself, I present myself with something or something is presented to me and it's a yes or a no. So my body's going to respond in a yes or a no, which for me is typically I have more energy. So I look at how much energy is like coming out of me. I'll, I'll noticeably get excited or lit up. I'll lean forward. And my nose are typically more audible. Like I will literally make noises <laughs> like, uh, no, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. so my nose are typically more audible or I will contract. I'll go backward. I'll feel tired. And in my life, when I'm just feeling exhausted all the time, I know that there is a no. And it's been a process for me to learn that even just one thing in my schedule, if it's a no, my body will just like 
feel like it has no energy because of that one no. So I've had to really learn how to have stronger boundaries because just one thing that is a no for my body can throw off my whole day, my whole week, my whole energy. I have learned that it's important that I'm so excited about what I'm doing. That's how I know I have energy for it. And it's not, this is an important distinction for me. This has been super helpful. It's not, am I excited about the end result? It is, am I excited about being in the process of it? Because I have gotten myself in so many situations. Like once I say yes, I'm all in, like energy's rolling and it has to get completed. That momentum just gets built. And for a long time, I would get myself in situations where I would think about the end result and I'd get lit up, but it was the actual process of doing whatever it was did not sound good to me. And I overlooked that. And then suddenly I got myself in situations where I was in the process of certain things that were big no's and it really took a toll on my body. So it's very much, am I going to enjoy this process? So something that's really simple is food. You know, am I excited about what I'm going to eat? It's funny because looking back, this has always been a thing that people point out. Like I will not eat something if I'm not excited about it. I will take a bite. And if I'm like, no, I just will not eat it because I refuse to eat anything I'm not excited about. I really, I really need to enjoy my food. Uh, That's very important to me with exercise for so long. I just followed a schedule and I was very regimented and thought more about how I was going to feel after than in the process. And now I've learned that I need to be excited about the actual process of it and listen to my body every single day. So when I am going to move my body in any way, I'm going to ask, you know, what do I feel like? Because if I'm like, oh, I should go on a walk, I'm, sh- I'm shooting, but I really just want to dance in my room, then I'm, I'm not going to enjoy that. It's not sending the right signal to my body. So I will present myself with single options and see, do I get lit up or not? And sometimes I'm very surprised because my brain or my mind will say one thing, but I notice my physical body responds differently or my energy levels respond differently. I can feel if I'm lit up or not. And so becoming more aware of that has been really important. And even with my content, like in business, what I'm creating, this is why content calendars don't necessarily work for me. Like I'm I'm very loose about structure. So I like give myself structure to work in, but then I typically totally veer off, but that's fine because it just gives me somewhere to flow within. I, every single day, I'm like, what's going to excite me right now to create, to talk about. And so I do much better just like in the moment, moment to moment, like what do I have energy for right now? What's giving me energy? Because when I'm doing what I'm excited about, I get more energy. And also with manifestation and timing, learning to live in response. So I have so many ideas. I mean, I have defined head and Ajna. I have so many ideas, so many things coming through, but I always just wait. I wait and something always comes up in my environment that I then respond to. And I think like most people, I was very much conditioned to initiate. I've always been a go-getter. I've always been the leader, the one that gets started. And I've learned my lesson with timing. I've learned my lesson with timing. I am here to respond (laughs) whenever I get ahead of myself and I don't wait for something to respond to. I end up putting my energy into something that doesn't really work out or I get 
frustrated, my not self theme. That is the power of timing. And it always, always works out, always works out. It's been really cool to see that when I, when I get an idea and then I'm like, okay, cool. It's there. I know it's there. And now I just wait and I know the moment. I know the moment. That's also, I have a gate about that. Like a gift of timing and just knowing the right timing. And I always feel like my, my strategy and my authority naturally lead me there. So those are some really simple things. And like, you know, in business with response, for me, it's been really helpful to wait until I have something to respond to, to create an offer, to create content. And I often feel like my life is just this big ball of momentum, which I really enjoy. And I, it just takes me, it's like a big snowball and I just get taken wherever I need to go. And I build that momentum because I just listen to my, my yeses. And if I get a no, it like knocks me over here, but I don't know. That's how I get my momentum. If that makes any sense. My favorite blue blocker company is having a huge sale this month. You guys know I am obsessed with blue blocks. I wear their sleep plus red lens, 100% blue and green light blocking glasses every night to support my sleep. And I wear their blue light clear lens glasses for blue light filtering during the day, working on my computer, on my phone. I need these so that I don't get a migraine or a headache or digital eye strain. I'm also obsessed with their Remedy sleep mask. This is the best sleep mask I've ever used. It's almost like fabric goggles for your eyes. So it blocks out 100% of the light. So if there's any light, you know, poking out through the blinds, my, my room is pretty bright. Or if somebody gets up to use the bathroom in the night, it blocks out everything. These will change your life. If you track your sleep with your aura ring or anything else, you'll notice a huge difference in your REM sleep and your deep sleep if you use these products. But I'm just obsessed. They have changed my life. I used to use other blue blockers. I've tried a bunch of different brands and I noticed the difference when I switched to blue blocks. These are 100% backed by the science. They're very specific with the range of blue and green light that they block. And I noticed a huge difference in my sleep, in my hormone balance, in my mood, in my energy the next day. I didn't realize how much I needed these until I had them and they totally changed my life. And blue blocks is having a huge sale this month from June 15th through June 30th. So it's a great time to get a new pair, a new pair of lenses or your first pair if you haven't tried Blue Blocks yet. So from June 15th through June 30th of 2021, as I'm recording this, if you place an order up to $159 US dollars, you can use the code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's S-A-V-E-2-0. If your order is over 160 US dollars, then you can save 25% with the code S-A-V-E-2-5, save 25. And if your order is over $315, you can save 30% with the code SAVE30, S-A-V-E-30. This is a great time to try these out if you haven't already gotten your hands on Blue Blocks products. I like to have multiple frames. My favorites are the Parker frames, the Crystal frames, and the Hudson frames. You can get different frames for different moods. They have so many options. I always get compliments on my blue blockers when I wear them and people see me. They also have a custom-made prescription service, and you can send in your own frames if you want. Plus, with every pair of glasses that you buy from Blue Blocks, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who gives them to someone in need. So if you want to get rid of headaches, eye strain from all this technology. If you want to optimize your sleep, if you want to increase your energy levels and your productivity, 
balance your hormones, could all start with a pair of glasses. Try out Blue Blocks. Head to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Blueblocks.com slash Christina and check it out. Don't miss this sale. You are not going to want to miss out. I have really been letting myself toy with my quad right. And something that's been so freeing for me is is releasing the need for any set routine. So for instance, like I I have always struggled with morning routines, with wake up times, with things that are scheduled. Like I always forced myself to do it and I really wanted that that strategy. I wanted that masculine energy, but at the same time it was always hard for me to stick to it and then I would get mad at myself and make myself wrong for it and I'm just like not designed for that. So in the morning, it is very constricting for me if I decide, okay, this is what I do every single morning in this order. So for some people, you know, if you have more left arrows in your chart, like that type of structure and routine can be really helpful and grounding. For me, being all quad right, it's been so freeing to be like, I don't have a set thing I do. I just wake up and see how I feel. And then I go from there and letting every day be totally different and letting myself be on whatever random rhythm I'm on has been really helpful. And with digestion as well, like physical digestion and eating when I am hungry. And this has been a huge thing to unlearn from all of my years focusing on my health and healing my gut. And for so long, like being on these strict regimens of when to eat. And it was all very timed. And for some people that works really well for the, for their digestion. And I'm somebody who can like kind of be all over the place. And I feel much better being all over the place, to be honest with that. I will talk about cold thirst. Okay. This has been an interesting one. So again, if you are interested in learning about all of the digestive types, check out in the channel collective in the membership, the video with Victoria, it's like an hour long and she goes through all of the different types. So there's room for interpretation here. Essentially cold thirst. The recommendation is to consume things that are at a cooler temperature than my body because I already have a lot of heat in my system, which is true. (laughs) All that Aries fire. I'm like all fire in my chart. I have like no earth. If you look at my astrology chart, which I'm sure you could probably tell, (laughs) but, but yeah, eating cooler foods and also drinking a lot of liquids and not everybody says that. And some people like I've talked to different people in the human design world, like different readers about this. And they'll all kind of say, you know, for some people, they feel much better on a, on a raw food diet. For some people, it doesn't need to be raw, but just letting their food cool down makes them feel better. So, you know, people take it in different directions, but I've been toying with this a lot. And I do know I, I like leftovers much better than I like things that are immediately cooked. Like I always like it better the next day and I don't like to heat up my leftovers. I like them cold, but I have toyed with a raw diet like a few different times and it's been kind of hard for me. 
you know, I like to play with all the stuff. I've been on every diet under the sun <laughs> to just see how I feel. But I also think that my body wasn't always in a place to, to do that. Like, I'm pretty sure I, after I was carnivore for six months, I went straight to trying raw vegan for like a week. And obviously my stomach did not do well with that. So I don't really feel like that was an accurate test, but I've been at a really good place since all of that. And especially this week, I was just toying with it. It's such a great place to, to toy with that. I think there's also something to, well, I know there's something to environment as well, right? When we are in different climates, in different places in the world, often you're your tastes might change. So I'm curious how this is going to play out when I get back home. But over the last couple of weeks, I've been eating more raw than not, not like strictly, but I've just been generally eating more raw foods and feeling, feeling good with it. But the interesting thing is that anytime I go away and I'm away from everybody and just really in my zone, like when I go on my solo trips, I always get so repulsed by cooked food. Like this happened to me in Sedona where I brought a bunch of food and I had cooked it, had all these roasted veggies and stuff. And I looked at it and I was like, I'm going to throw up if I eat this. I was just repulsed and I had, I like had to eat raw food. It was the only thing I could stomach and it made me feel so much better. And so I noticed the more I am in my own energy. And when I'm channeling a lot, like that's all my body can really even tolerate. But since I've been here, I've been eating pretty much raw. And then last night I had some, I had like a big veggie bowl and oh my God, I felt awful after. And I realized, wow, I feel so much better. At least while I'm here eating, like I'm just eating like mostly a lot of salads and smoothies and smoothie bowls and like raw power balls, <laughs> things like that. But it's just so interesting because all of these things that everybody says to avoid for digestion. And at times, many times I, I did avoid during the healing process. Like now that I'm at a more stable place, I feel so much better. I feel so much better with it. And I think this is something really interesting to think about, like in the context of healing, because I feel like sometimes it's getting your body in a place where you're accurately able to kind of tell what's working for you and what's not, because when we're so off balance, sometimes it's hard to tell what is working. There's that, there's that side of it. And then the other side of it is, well, if we're eating more in alignment with how we're designed to eat, then will that allow us to heal as well? And I I've seen that that balance of both for sure with me. I feel like my body needs to stabilize before I could like toy with a lot of this. But then now I feel like the more I follow this, the more my body heals. Also, because for me, I have found that like the underlying thing that was always at the root of my my chronic illness and symptoms that were coming up was stress. And living out of alignment was super stressful for me. Being frustrated was stressful for me. So I always had this underlying like stress response going on. And the more I have been in alignment, like living my human design, my body goes more into parasympathetic state because it just feels like relaxed and natural. And then that has helped me to, to heal more and more. Like, I really think that just getting in alignment is the key to healing. And that has so many aspects to it and nuances, but 
that is just something really interesting to think about. And I think with food, it just goes back to, I had posted about this on Instagram, but I just see food so differently now than, than I used to. And you look at all the different digestive types and, you know, some people are designed to eat at night and some people are designed to eat only during the day. I mean, like my boyfriend, he is sunny digestion <laughs> where he like has to eat when it's light out. And he know he knows that if he eats past when it's dark, he feels awful the next day. Some people are meant to eat like one food at a time. And it's funny because my friend, Rachel, for example, Rachel Barber, she naturally has always done that. I told her, I'm like, I bet this is your digestive type. And it is where she like will eat basically mono meals. And she, she just naturally does that. She'll have like a big, like she'll have like a plate of chicken. And then like later on, she'll have like a kabocha squash. Like she eats one thing at a time. That's just what she naturally does. Or for some people who are meant to eat in really calm and quiet settings and they feel like I just can't even digest when there's a lot going on. Other people are meant to have sound and music and things playing. And I really love this because it goes so much further than the traditional cookie cutter health advice, which I mean, team bio-individuality, everybody is so different, but one of the pieces of advice that kind of always, I, I just struggled with was you need to eat in silence because I have seen and experienced like sometimes eating in silence is more stressful for people. So we're just so unique, you know, and what's going to make one person digest better uh, might be different than somebody else. And that's the idea within human design that your digestive type is a guide to how do you best absorb the nutrients from your food, which is really interesting to think about. And I think something cool, you know, if it aligns with where you're at health-wise to play with, like if you just tried eating in alignment with your digestive type, do you notice that you digest nutrients better, which is so interesting for me. So it's like, okay, so if I'm eating, I mean, it has made so much sense to me because something that was going on for so long was that I was showing symptoms of not digesting nutrients, not digesting foods. And, and, you know, I had worked with so many different, uh, doctors of all different backgrounds and functional nutritionists. And my lab work was showing everything was fine. And I, I did supplements. I did IVs. I was getting shots. Like I was you know, eating really well, chewing my food really well, taking all types of support. And nobody could figure out like, why are you still having symptoms of like, not, not absorbing nutrients. And it wasn't until I started to explore this where I was like, honestly, it makes so much sense because what if my body needs to eat foods cold to absorb more? And then it was about a year ago when I started eating a lot more raw food it was after my whole carnivore experiment for like six months or however long that was. I started eating a lot more cold foods, a lot more fruits and, and vegetables, obviously. And my body just started balancing out and it was like, I was finally absorbing things. So it's just so, so interesting and so cool. And I also have been drinking a lot more. So I have a lot of fluids. If everybody was making fun of me because of my Instagram stories, I, I love it. Like everybody's like, holy shit. I, I didn't realize you actually drink that many drinks. I'm not joking. I drink so many drinks, so many liquids all day, and I feel so much better for it. 
but I don't believe in the traditional, like you need to drink X number of glasses of water a day. Personally, I think it's really dependent on the person, but I do really well with a lot of fluid, a lot of liquid, uh, especially with all the energy that's moving through me. Balancing my electrolytes is key, but like, yeah, I legit, I drink so many drinks. I drink so much Organifi, so much Element. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's a vibe. And this week I've just been having so many smoothies, smoothie bowls and salads, and it feels so good. I'm curious to see how I feel going home and continuing this because again, I'll be in a different part of the world, a different climate. So that's interesting. Um, and I'm not like dogmatic about any of it, but I, I do notice that I feel better when I eat more cold foods, actually more raw foods than not when I'm drinking a lot of fluids. So that's a bit on food. I kind of talked about exercise and how I released any structure and I just go based on what I'm excited about, what's giving me energy, what I want that day. And then also like morning, nighttime routines and just releasing that and giving myself time to do something in the morning and night to ground myself. But I let the flow of that be different every single day instead of planning it out. So that has been really helpful. But I also want to talk about environment because I I'm so affected by environment and I think most people are. And this is something that I've been channeling about a lot recently in the things that have been coming through around health and Archangel Raphael, for example, has been talking to me a lot about environment and how a lot of people don't realize how much it affects their, their health. And you can look at something like astrocartography and seeing, you know, where, where are supportive places for you according to your astrology chart to, to live different areas of the world or different, uh, energies like from those areas, different, different things from those cultures that you could bring into your environment now that would be helpful. But for me with environment, I'm a caves person, which makes so much sense. And my parents used to get like so annoyed with me because I always wanted to be inside. I always liked being by myself inside. I want to be like cooned up. I just really like that. I like, I like darker places. I like feeling enclosed. I, I really like cold environment so I can bundle up and cocoon. And growing up, my family would always call my room, my cave. Oh, Christina's going to her cave. And even now, like I'm at home, my boyfriend will be like, Christina is just like, she just goes in her cave into her lair. Everybody calls in my lair because I just like need to be enclosed in a space. I feel so much more at home, safe, supported. It like calms down my, my nervous system and, and I'm a caves person. So there we go. I like, I need to have a layer. I need to have a layer. Very important for me. And that also has to do with my, my boundaries. I like to like go, go away. That's part of my profile too. Like my hermit opportunist, which I I wanted to talk about as well, but that kind of overlaps with that, that second line, the hermit and my caves energy, letting myself be in my cave is so, so helpful. And like making that a thing, like my office, I have made my cave. There is this like secret room inside of the bedroom in my house, like inside of the master in my house, it's like a room inside of a room that legit feels like a cave. And I've noticed when I just let myself like post up in there, I feel so good just being in my dark, cool, cold cave. <laughs> uh, it just recharges me, but also with environment, 
again, quad right, all my arrows facing right with my environment, I, I do so well when I change up my environment and it doesn't have to be anywhere drastic. I was at my friend Keely's house, which is like not that far away from me a couple of weeks ago. And I told her, I'm like, it's so wild to me how, if I just come to your house and spend the night, time expands for me. So I noticed that when I consistently shift my environment, time expands more where I can be in a new place and my morning where it might feel like it goes by so quick when I'm at home, it feels like it lasted 10 hours when it was only one hour. So time totally expands for me. And I also get really re-inspired. And so I've learned that it's important that I switch up my environment. I just have to get out and it doesn't have to be far. It could be at a friend's house. It could be literally a different room in my house. But when I am stuck in one place, which sometimes I fall into accidentally, but I've been making more of an effort to get out. I mean, some of this travel happening and continuing to come up will will help me as well. I really like having a home base and somewhere to come back to to ground myself because grounding is like so important for me, but I like getting out, switching up my environment and getting re-inspired that way. And again, that could just be in small ways during my day, like changing up the location. I have two desks in my office. We have a spare bedroom that I could work in you know, going downstairs, going outside, taking different routes on my walk. If I'm just taking the same route every day, I just try and switch up the routine, the route as much as possible, which I also think is really helpful with just brain rewiring and training your brain to be a bit more plastic as well. Just newness and the energy of new, the energy of different expands you to be more open to that, which is new coming in. So just another expansion tip, but especially for me with my environment. It helps me so much when I force myself to just change it up. And that also can include like redecorating, moving things around in my space, cleaning up. I've really paid a lot more attention to my physical space. I notice how much it affects me. And there's something to like new versions of myself moving making some drastic like physical environmental change always always helps me as well. So really leaning into that has been great. I can't even tell you the level of inspiration I feel like I have tapped into since leaning more into this. Whenever I feel like I'm just dried up with inspiration, I'm just tired, I'm exhausted. I know I just need to do something different. I need to go into a different room. I need to change up my environment. I need to go out of my house for a day. And it always gets the energy flowing again. And I need to be conscious of that because my hermit self wants to just stay in my cave and never leave my cave. But sometimes you just got to go to a new cave. You know what I mean? And then with my profile, hermit opportunist. So something that has been super helpful for me. And again, it's like with the profile so often you learn about it and you're like, yeah, that, that makes so much sense. It's what I naturally do. And it very much is what I naturally do. So like being very much a hermit, needing my alone time, it's not about anybody else. It's literally just like, I have to be by myself to reset, recharge. I need that time and space. I need to integrate that way. Like, and and I have, I even think about learning when I was in school, I would always just wait until I got home to learn. 
like in class, I would just do other stuff. I knew that I would never be able to learn like around people or in that setting. I had to go home and be by myself in my own energy. And that's the only way I could learn. So made a lot of homework for myself, but I was always that type of person, always have been. But at the same time, my opportunities come through my network. And so this has been so interesting to see because I have, I've noticed in my life and with different versions of my business, the more I lean into my network and networking and people around me and connections, everything just effortlessly expands. And anytime I've ever hermited so much to the extent of like, hey, it's just me, I'm focused on myself, I'm not going to talk to anybody else, things start to feel contracted or harder, or like there just isn't as much energy flow. And when I think about the times in my life where I had the most energy and things were just going really well, I was like very much in a really good balance of hermit opportunist in the sense of, you know, I think about like the podcast connector. So much of why I created that business was because I was already doing it anyway. Like everybody would email me, text me, hey, can you connect me with this person? Oh, Christina knows so-and-so. Like I just have all these random connections that are so great. And I love talking to people. I love networking with people. And I don't, I don't like really traditional networking that feels yucky, but I just, I tend to make pretty deep, instant connections with people who are aligned. And those just built up over the years. And so like that business felt so obvious, right? Like so effortless, I was doing it anyway. And I just love to connect people. Something that always stands out in my programs is people make such incredible lifelong connections, such friendships. And that, I think that's one of the things that I can help facilitate just naturally is I just tend to bring groups together. I have so many friends who, or I'll say I'll have so many connections that become friends with each other through me, whether or not I'm like super close to those people. But I just have this like spider energy, spider web energy around me. Me, my spidey senses. I have this like spider web energy around me that I've always seen happen where I just like connect people and I, I love matchmaking. I've set up so many people romantically. I've set up so many friendships and I love doing it. I love connecting people. And that has been something actually that has been hard for me to lean into because I had so much conditioning around needing needing to do everything myself for it to be good enough or for it to be successful or feeling guilty if I if I had opportunities through my network. And, you know, making things harder for myself than they needed to be. I also had like a lot of wounds. I have had a lot of trust issues that have taken a long time to move through. A lot of trust issues, a lot of like sister wounds from friendships and trust issues from relationships. Like I just had all kinds of trust issues, which made me really not want to you know, be in the network or lean into that combined with all of the like icky energy of traditional networking. And I remember like in college going to all these networking things. Uh, I I mean, I'm sure everybody had different college experience, but at UCLA, it's like there were all of these big networking events and it was kind of required. And I got a couple of internships through that that was helpful, but it was like, I remember wearing, I literally just remember wearing like professional pants and like a blazer 
And I think about this, I'm like, who the hell was I? Like, what was I? I just felt so stiff and going, you sit at a table and just talk to people and everybody knows that they're there just to make connections. And it just felt so slimy and gross. And that made me feel like this is, this is not my vibe. So I just was always of the opinion. I hate networking. I don't do that. But then I experienced real networking, which was just a natural byproduct of, I started putting myself out there and reaching out to people and just making genuine connections. It was like just making friends and grew my network in a really powerful, beautiful way. And it didn't feel like what I have been taught was traditional networking. It was so genuine and authentic and literally just making friends. And that is a type of network that I love, but I have seen that like my connections to people, the more I lean into that and kind of let those opportunities guide me, this goes back to my sacral response, Uh, having something to respond to. It always comes through my network. And that is so much of how my, my treasure hunt goes <laughs> like treasure hunt, you know, the universe leads me wherever I meant to go in this beautiful way, but I see it all playing out through, through my network, which is really cool. So I have been leaning a lot more into that and in my business and in my life, when I want to create something, when I want to call something in, I, I ask myself, you know, how can I how can I lean into my network or where can I let myself be supported? And it's been a process for me to, to allow myself to, to feel safe, to be supported. So that has been for sure a learning point as well. But I think that like overall, the most powerful thing that I've played with thus far while being here has been letting myself fully live moment to moment. And like, what do I want to do right now? And I have caught myself so many times, which has been really cool planning. Oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow morning. Oh, I want to eat here. And then the moment comes and I'm like, I don't feel like it. So I don't, I go with what I actually feel like doing. And the old me would have been like, well, no, I planned this already planned on this. I can do that later. And it's such a simple thing, but it is so powerful. Like to give myself that freedom of oh, I was going to eat at this restaurant, but right now it's this time and I'm not hungry or it's this time I actually want to eat over here, which I wasn't planning on. So I'm going to have to like get a cab or whatever it is and just letting myself flow with that or waking up and, oh, I was going to go to the ruins today, but this happened earlier this week. I was going to go to the ruins and I woke up and I was like, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm going to sleep. Like I'm just going to sleep and do whatever I want. Or even having certain things that were actually due and for work. And I was like, I just don't want to do it. Like, all I want to do is lay on the bed right now. So just letting myself do that. And everything got done. I have just been letting myself be in flow or even, you know, with content, really leaning into what, what do I want to create today? rather than what should be created has been so powerful for me and my business overall. And it's so funny because I, oh man, it was, it's always been so hard for me to be around people who are super flowy, like super flowy, no schedule. I don't know, you know, all of that. And learning about my chart and realizing like, that's kind of how I'm designed has been really interesting. And the more I let myself lean into that, I realize, whoa, I can make a whole different lifestyle for myself that actually feels so much freer. And I have found that 
these are all the places that I need to look when I have an underlying feeling of frustration. And so I think this is helpful with the not self theme because I know a lot of people in conversation around human design, they think of it as, oh, I had this interaction with somebody or, or I was doing this in my business or whatever it was. And I felt frustrated or bitter or angry or whatever it was. And so that's my sign that that's the thing that's off. But for me, it, it, it can show up more concentrated like that, but it's more often this underlying theme. So if I'm just generally feeling frustrated and I'm like, I don't know why, like I enjoy everything in my life. I have no logical reason for why I'm frustrated. It's just an energetic thing. And I'm realizing, oh, it's not even that. How do I describe this? It's like, not even that anything is wrong necessarily, but more of like things. My body wants me to be more in alignment with how I'm built. And I notice that the more scheduled I am, or if I feel like I am obligated to do things at certain times, like this is, this has been so funny to see in my business, my, my team like (laughs) totally knows anytime I have a deadline, I, it just messes with my whole energy. I get so I feel so suffocated. I feel so frustrated. And then if I just release a deadline and let myself flow and do whatever I want, I typically get even more work done more quickly and would go earlier than my deadline as opposed to procrastinating, which I've had a habit of and I can get away with because of my my defined route. But it's been really interesting for me to see that. And like, it's kind of like the more I... I'm in alignment, the less I can tolerate things that are, that are out of it. Whereas I used to be able to handle things that were a little bit off. And now it's like, if anything is pulling my frequency down, I'm just so much more sensitive to it. I just won't even tolerate it. And so I find that the more I, I lean into my chart, going back to the way things were before when I was so, so structured and scheduled and so in my brain rather than my body and letting my mind make all my decisions, which I mean, scientifically, the brain isn't even the best place to make decisions. It's really your heart. But anyway, I just find that the level of frustration gets so intense, even though it might not feel like there's any single thing tangibly, but more of like, how am I flowing through my day? So I really have to pay attention to that, to that sign, that emotion of frustration. It's my sign that something can be adjusted. Human design has been such a helpful lifestyle guide, so to speak. And it just really resonates with me. And I have found through trial and error that the more I follow it, the better I feel. And at the beginning, when I first learned about this, I was so skeptical. But when I would try things on, even though my brain was like, I don't like that. Like my logical brain was like, I don't like that. I don't want that. But if I would just try it on, I noticed, whoa, I just feel more myself. And the more I've leaned into this, I've just felt more and more myself. So it's been so fun to experiment with. And I love that it's so tangible. Like when you understand your chart a bit more, it's so tangible and gives you a guide to like how to move through your daily life and how to be more of you rather than someone else. And like I said, I think of this as an all-purpose tool. And for me, it has hugely shifted my business and the way I run my business and been a huge tool for expansion in that area. It has really improved my my health, like my energy levels. I 
always know that my energy is connected to something here. It's all with alignment with my relationships and understanding my relationships with different different friends, with my partner and communication styles and how we best work together and to just really appreciate the differences in people and to just really appreciate how people are unique and what allows them to be most in their flow. And I think most people now are really looking for reconnection to their purpose and alignment. And I feel like this is such a great place to look, to be honest. So I, this is, this was longer than I expected it to be, but I hope this discussion was a helpful example of application for human design. And there are just so many very small, simple ways in my day, like you're living this all the time, but all of those small shifts create a huge energy shift in my, in my life, which has been so, so incredible to see. So I'm obsessed with human design and this is what I've been geeking out over. I've read three books about it this week and I went through my human design course again, and I just always get something new out of it. Like these nuanced areas of, of my life that I can optimize or I can make sense of why that pattern was showing up. So it's just one of my favorite self-exploration tools and and is a lot of fun for me because I'm constantly becoming aware of the conditioning. So probably have another five or six years of that deconditioning. <laughs> oh man. Well, I will wrap it up here. Congratulations if you made it to the end. I would love to hear how living more in alignment with your design has helped you in your life. Leave a comment on one of my recent Instagram posts because this discussion is so much fun for me or post in the free private forum. If you're not already a member, you can go to christinathechannel.com slash membership. You can sign up for free there. It's a great place to discuss all things human design. And I just love talking to people about it and hearing application because it shows up differently for different people, how they're living that and what they've learned about themselves. And I just think it's such a beautiful tool because it really encourages self-acceptance. <laughs> I think of just like realizing that your uniqueness is your, is your strength. So uh, yeah, so much cool stuff. All right. I'm going to wrap it up here. I am sending you so much love. Next time I talk to you, I'll be probably back in San Diego before my next trip and I'll have better sound quality. So thanks for tuning in, sending you lots of love, have an amazing day, and I will chat with you again next episode.